consider this hosted by Nikki June yeah we got it poppin' consider this celebrity news and talking the hottest topics have a minute with me this is the show that you really need so entertaining plenty energy we got it hype you better believe yeah yeah hey Nikki she gives her opinion come check it out you will wanna listen don't wanna miss it make sure you tune in go tell your mama your auntie your friend yeah yeah get it hype get lit They said drugs would make you cool. would make you cool. They lied. Find out the truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org Hello, hello. This is Africa Been Singing and I tuned in to consider this. Consider that. <laughs> Happy, happy Sunday, good people. I am your girl, Nikki June. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. And when I tell you that the balance mm, 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 is off, okay, the balance is off. I've had a very interesting week. And I am prayerful that you guys had a better week than I did, okay? Um, But the ancestors said I was still here, so I guess that's the good part of it. Not to mention that we do have Amani here of Mental Bites is in the building. We are jumping into the metaverse. I think I would rather be in the metaverse instead of instead of the real world at this point, okay? But we're talking Bitcoin. We're talking crypto. We're speaking on how to understand and learn blockchain and so much more. So you guys do not want to miss it. Get those notepads out or turn your notes on if you got an iPhone. And also, whether you have a cricket simple mobile mint mobile t-mobile whoever mobile your minutes are free please call in and ask questions while it is free because she is a business so these jewels cost after today okay in the words of fat joe the price is not the same price tomorrow so while you got her here for free ask these questions and not to mention something funny that we are going to be talking about is these trending topics when we get into exactly who Amani is and you guys don't want to miss it people are calling cap with black china talking about she's making 20 million a month i don't dispute it because men are creeps and i believe her and we're going to find out about that article and so much more don't you guys go anywhere and go ahead and follow Amani at mental bites Okay, if you've been on a page, then you already know. If you're up and on Instagram, then you already know how to spell it. It's phonetically correct, though. So, you know, if you pass sixth grade, it's mental bites. And go ahead and start following her so you can learn what we got going on. Until then, I'm going to send this prayer out to everybody, okay? It's my husband and my mind, Tupac, God, off the roads that grew from concrete. And we'll be back right after this. Thank you. 
When I was alone and had nothing, I asked for a friend to help me bear the pain. No one came except God. When I needed a breath to rise from my sleep, no one could help me except God. When all I saw was sadness and I needed answers, no one heard me except God. So when I'm asked who I give my unconditional love to, look for no other name except God. Trophy <laughs> Oye wo town for jar no man in via yambo amu amu sina bun sewu pe mu anyo menyi na edi na na nyame ni awaka no nebebe mo sewu ma usa swabi ponyi na tutu so my body don't lose god can walk on my door yeah everybody sing it hallelujah hallelujah everybody sing it hallelujah Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the so my body don't lose God, can't walk on my door, yeah. Everybody sing it, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody sing it, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make me sing, oh. Oh, yeah. I say happy sing, oh. Oh, yeah. Me ten years, me wanka way back. My floppy, this be my payback. Ah, my enemies if for day guard. Men care so, I don't want to disobey God. No. My try some more, they may be to prison. Ah. Wa bra muni particular reason. Mo dream me home, me need to go for your meeting. Ah. Fatu was soon, I don't wanna be repeating. Ya me never bomb me home by and team when you fuck home. Money no be problem, I don't need me motto. To when you share me home, I mean, let me shut door. Me mama yeah, ninja, yeah, yeah, what you know, yeah, yeah. don't know. When I was born, I was a woman, 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 I was a 
day. If she run away, she run me man, they put me through. Yeah, say go a day. Me only am in front of the day. I'm a go a day. Why am I got you? I'm in a day. Baba God, Baba, you be too much. Baba, Baba God, Baba, you be too much. Baba, Baba, Baba God, Baba, you be too much. Baba, Baba God, Baba God, Baba God, Baba God. Say who pay more on your money now, Eddie? Na na nya me ni awa kano ne bebe mo. Say who ma unsa swabi boni na tutu? So my party don't lose God, can't walk on my door, yeah. Everybody sing it, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everybody sing it, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Make me sing, oh, yeah. I say, help me sing, oh, yeah. What else? Go. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome, but with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free, it's confidential, it's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you're not alone. So consider this radio. While I'm over here plotting on a couple of lives right now, off air, okay, Imani is breathing life into them, and we have to thank her for that at this very moment because my options were different. Um, if you don't know, you are tuned in to Consider This Radio on W-E-B-R Radio. That W was long, right? That was a long W. I can't even do it. It might be the Twix. Um, but we do have Imani here from Mental Bites talking life. Metaverse, yes. ideas, All of and love. Literally. Yeah, let me give her that. So how you doing today, Amani? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, great. Feeling blessed. Feeling blessed. Yeah. Um, grateful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Always. Feeling optimistic. Uh, we were just talking about the full moon, so I'm thinking about how my next 30 days are going to feel and, and be like and... So it was 30 days from yesterday. Yep. So it's the 10th to the 10th. 
I mean, in a sense, yes. Okay. For the moon cycle, because you know every day have is like a new day. So yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Releasing things I don't, I don't want. Mm. You know, acknowledging what I do want and mm. being intentional about that. Um, Cause sometimes we just let I let my days just kind of pass me by. Mm-hmm. But now I'm being more intentional about each day, being present. Well, your days definitely can pass you by because I swear, like time has been moving, whether you want or not. Mm-hmm. I always tell people like whether you're depressed or not, time is going to keep going, and when you wake up, it's going to be what exactly what it is. Yeah. So you gotta you do gotta figure out how to work through it. Some days I'm better at it than not. Um, but you definitely got to work through it because you'll wake up and it'll be February. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tax be, season. <laughs> yeah. You'll be up and you'll be like, what happened to September, October, November? And it's just the way that it is. And I did, um, you know, hear that the world was spinning faster. And I really did. I really do kind of feel that because my cycle came on twice in a month. I feel like my body didn't realize what day it was either because it never normally does that unless I'm getting ready to switch up the time. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, but anywho, enough about me and my vagina. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how are you? You said you was doing good today. You seen. Um, actually, let's start off here. Give me three words that describe Amani. Optimistic. Okay. Faith. Faithful. Okay. When I say faithful, I mean like I really operate in faith. Mm -hmm. So I I see the unseen and put all of my energy into the visions in which um, God bestows upon me and following through with that. Um, The last word. Powerful. Mm. And give me three words that describe mental bites. The business. Ooh, okay. A uh, community. Um, energy. And building. Great, great. And if you guys don't hear it, she has a raspy voice. <laughs> but she's from New York. And it's not like a heavy New York accent. <laughs> now, does your accent change when you're around other New Yorkers? And when I'm upset. And when you're upset. Um, when I'm upset. Um, what I realized is that uh, growing up in New York and then moving to the DMV when I was 12, I was so um, attached to mm-hmm. New York that mm-hmm. I really wasn't able to experience where I was. Yeah. And you, you get conflict with that. Yeah. You know, um, I was still rocking baby fat and rock aware in middle school and everyone out here was wearing Sabiato yeah. and balances. Yeah. And- <laughs> so it was a culture shock. <laughs> It definitely was. Um, and I realized, again, like me just being so attached to my old neighborhood um, that I really wasn't able to, like, embrace, you know, where I was. So I was like, you know what? How can I immerse myself where I am but mm-hmm. still hold true to who I am? Yeah. So I learned to um, adapt also to move in in the DMV, like, when I was 12. You, I kind of grew up here as mm-hmm. well. So I think I have like a, a twang. I have a New York accent, but I also have a DMV accent. And I say DMV is because Virginia, Maryland, mm-hmm. D.C. all have different. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, I, I would say slangs and mm-hmm. a, a way of speaking. And it's always funny to me because people always tell me that I don't talk like I'm from D.C. And yes, just, you do. I, <laughs> you would be surprised. Like even my girls will... 
that's another story but <laughs> i hear it often it's like you're not from dc where are you from like uh yeah definitely am from dc so i'm not quite sure yeah. but you mentioned something about attachments let's talk about that because that is definitely um a powerful statement mm-hmm. when you're attached to something right mm-hmm. and in and that particular instance it was new york that you're unable to experience something new yeah can you talk on how that works in other instances as well Oh, um, yes, just me um, pivoting into the metaverse. Um, I was actually working for a cannabis company and I was very attached to being in the cannabis industry. And when that um, relationship contract ended, um, I no longer I also signed a non-compete. So I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't do cannabis anymore. So what? are my other interests and it was the immerse of um the metaverse now bitcoin and crypto has been around for quite some time but the metaverse is something that's new so i had to again let go of um what i saw for myself at that particular time uh by building my own cannabis brand realizing that that was something that i would have to take a year break of because i signed a non-compete Um, in the beginning, I was very attached to that idea of where I saw myself, but I had to pivot because I had signed a contract. Mm -hmm. Um, so in that moment, I learned, um, another aspect of attachment in regards to identity. And sometimes we allow outside things, whether it be a job, whether it be a community, whether it be a relationship, whether it be a religion, um, all to kind of cultivate your identity. And, um, when those, um, aspects um, evolve or dissolve um, how to let go of it um, mm-hmm. accept it for what it is and allow yourself to evolve and create something new yeah I think for me the attachment the disattachment can be hard for me because I'm always confused on why it happened in the first place <laughs> like when um, just because of how I move right You'll th- sometimes, well, not sometimes, oftentimes I'm like, why, why did this person even come around? Like, what was the point? And that, I think that's what I hold on to. I hold on to disappointment mm-hmm. a lot, not necessarily the person or the incident, but definitely the disappointment. Cause it's like, what was it? What was the purpose of it? Right. They mm-hmm. say things happen for a reason. All of these other uh, you attract who you are, all of this other stuff, and it never equals to what it's supposed to be. So that attachment piece is definitely a interesting thing, and I'm yes. glad you brought that up because that is true. We can be so attached to whatever to where you can't move forward in life, and it does ultimately hold you back. How were you introduced into the metaverse? Oh, okay. So a um, couple of years back, <laughs> I was um, just looking up a whole bunch of what I would call interesting content on the internet. (laughs) I wanted to find out the truth about some things and I discovered uh, the state of our financial I wouldn't say crisis but again just how finances operate in America and its evolution and I started to track the pattern so um, the first recession I ever experienced was in 2008 but I was in high school I'm telling my age Mm -hmm. so (laughs) I really didn't understand you know or really feel the impact because again I was living at home well, 
the next one. The, the next one, <laughs> which we are experiencing now, um, kind of in um, doing research again, maybe around 2017, um, 2015, between 2015, 2017, I was really interested in the presidential election um, where Hillary Clinton was running for the first time. Um, I was, again, doing research and... I started to find out about crypto and seeing that that was going to be our new form of currency. Now, this is like 2015, 2016. So I'm like, what? How are we going to do that? Like, oh, it's going to be a financial crisis and everyone is going to, you know, not have any money. And I was just literally um, I was just kind of playing around with it Um, at that particular time. I did not invest, but I that was the first time I was introduced to Bitcoin mm-hmm. and the concept of cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Um, fast forward to 2019, um, I started to hear about Bitcoin again. And this is right before the actual pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, when the pandemic happened, um, like most of us, out of work, um, bored, <laughs> mm-hmm. I went to uh, social media and... Instagram, it was cool. Um, the, the challenges was cool, but I just wasn't really having much fun. I had a friend who introduced me to an app called, um, what was it called? Um, Bigo. Uh-huh. And we were going live on this app, and they kept sending us uh, emojis that were money Mm-hmm. That work that you can convert into actual money. So I was like, what the heck is this dragon? Like, that's cute. And they were like, that's $50. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm getting paid to be on the internet. Mm-hmm. So once I started to do research about um, how to convert these emojis that I was getting sent uh, on the live stream, I noticed that it had financial value. And I started to look up what that concept was. And that's how I was introduced to the metaverse okay once we um get into these topics i definitely want to talk about mental bites okay and how you bring that to the community and how you demystify that's your word yes (laughs) because again um i and i i i want to explain to the audience like what is the metaverse because Mm -hmm. the metaverse is a 3d reality um well it's a network 3d reality focused on social connections Mm -hmm. and again it was during the pandemic. <laughs> it was an app where I'm having social connections with people, but I'm getting paid. Mm-hmm. The same thing we're doing, you know, on Instagram and on, you know, TikTok um, as micro influencers, meaning like we may have like a couple of hundred, you know, followers. Mm-hmm. I'm getting paid by my supporters. Mm-hmm. Um so the metaverse, again, is a network that's a 3D reality um, focused on social connections that you get paid from. Yeah. And so I want to. Oh. Go ahead. So I definitely wanted to educate um, us African-Americans about how you could utilize the metaverse in any form or fashion of like whatever ser- product or service you provide, whatever niche that you have. Because, again, this was during the pandemic mm-hmm. and I was just going in my car, hitting the button live, making two hundred dollars in 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Non-tax. Yeah. <laughs> so we want to definitely talk about that and exactly what services you offer and, you know, and how you're going to bring that to the black and brown community when we come back. 
Absolutely. Okay. Give everybody your social media information again. You can reach me at Mental Bites on Instagram. Uh, M-E-N-T-A-L-B-Y-T-E-S. All right, guys. We'll be back right after this. Three, two, one. Are y'all ready to get this started? Or consider this radio. So I'm fresh out the crates for the mixtapes. Yeah, the love experience is coming to you soon. Yeah, you know I had to flip it. Me down, yeah. At the rate you're 
Hi, I'm Hallie Bear, Are you and as a new mom, I can tell you that childhood service is a magical town. But for children with diabetes, him. life isn't quite so carefree. These kids are reaching for the brass ring, a cure for the epidemic which afflicts 23 million Americans. The Barbara Davis Center for Childhood Diabetes is fighting hard to find a cure. Know the signs, irritability, excessive urination, weight loss. If you have any of these signs, please call your doctor. Early detection can save your life. Give to save lives and reach for the cure. Call now or log on to childrensdiabetesfoundation.org. Running the game. This is what the top feels like. Whoa. DJ Khaled. This is Rihanna. This is Childish Gambino. No, you probably heard of me. You don't consider this rare. Nikki June and Sharan Lowe just released some inspiration. Head over to Amazon now to get your copy of Be Mindful Daily Affirmations. All right, good people, we are back. We're going to dibble a little bit into the mess, and then we're going to go back to the metaverse where we belong, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um, There has been an article circulating uh, in regards to an FBI soldier enrolled in the Army to to become better better at killing black people. And this is words. I didn't make this up, okay? He did say. Yep, that's what he's saying. So... Killian M. Ryan of the 82nd Airborne Division is no longer a soldier in the U.S. Army after the FBI officials discovered he joined to be better at killing black people. Ryan was arrested on August the 26th. The same day, the Army spokesman um, Terrence announced that the, the former soldier was relieved of his duties of serious misconduct misconduct i think i'm about to come on because i can't even read um ryan was charged with the one count of knowingly making a false statement on this application for security purposes the fbi joint terror terrorism task force discovered ryan had ties to white supremacist group and he believed to be a nazi or and have a nazi ideology girl yes hooks on phonics (laughs) Um, are you surprised? Because I'm not. I'm not either. Um, in <laughs> fact, um, I think sometimes those things are overlooked intentionally uh, because you have to have a certain type of mindset to even kill anyway um, or battle. Um, and not everybody has that type of energy to battle. So I think that they were somewhat of aware of his psychological uh, background. Mm-hmm. Uh just in order for him to be enlisted in the, <laughs> in the army in the first place. Uh, if they even did it. Because uh, sometimes I'd be wondering, did they even do, like, those psychological tests on people? And I also feel like teachers should have it, too. I think that's something that they should well, be moving into. Um, I believe that they should start doing that um, with teachers as well. Just because of all of the confusion that happens um, within the school system. And, yeah, the parents are apart. The kids are apart. But at the end of the day, your child is at school six to eight hours a day and home with you for four. Mm -hmm. So they need a test. (laughs) Again, those two fields, being in the Army and being a teacher, are not the most desirable positions. Nope. So I think the... 
why it's so easy for people like that guy in the army to, you know, slip through the cracks. Or um, earlier I saw um, a principal push an autistic child onto the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's no longer working, of course. But I think those instances happen because, again, these are un-quote-unquote desirable positions. Um, Don't work them. So they're just happy <laughs> to have people here and trying to sustain the physical bodies <coughs> that are showing up to these you know, work establishments, but it's like if we understood the responsibility and the magnitude of these roles, we'll be more intentional about the hiring process. But you know, before you you know the pandemic, but I believe that they're undesirable due to the functionality and the pay of it. I mean, don't get me wrong, LeBron James just got what ninety five million for one year to play basketball. Right now, of course, that comes from sponsorships and and other things as well. But these organizations should also sponsor schools as well. Um, Not to say that teachers should get ninety five million, but sixty thousand is way too less. I agree. Um, In many instances, you have people that are doing much less, getting paid much more. And we're living in a time where so many people are hurt from the children to the adults and in every aspect in between to where they it needs to be compensated accordingly. Mm-hmm. And the military is well. I mean, I don't know if the military technically should get more money because they got a lot of perks on the back end. But if you don't want to do something, stop doing things for a check. I think personally that's upbringing, right? Because mm-hmm. people go run to work, whether it's the bare minimum of McDonald's or you working at Five Guys or wherever it is you got to work that you don't want to work. You're doing it because you want to get paid, not because you want to be there, right? So, and and we understand that. But go do Uber Eats if you don't want to be bothered with people all day. Like, yeah. you can't, people can't take things out on others because you decided to do something that you did not want to do. Absolutely. I think that those excuses, we got to stop making them. Just don't do the job. It's a lot of jobs I don't do because I don't want to do it. And I already know that I'm going to make everybody else miserable around me if I, <laughs> if I hence had to do such job. So don't do it. It's weird. In 2022, there are a thousand different ways that you can make money that are even more desire, undesirable, right? Because I was driving Uber before it was popular. I think I started 2014, before people yeah. started driving Uber. And I was doing Uber for the extra money. At that time, we was making a killing, killing. Because nobody wanted to drive. And then it? I was driving overnight. But I don't like driving all the time. Which is why in the last three, four years, I really slowed down. But because I'm normally a contractor, when I'm not contracted, I will drive Uber. Yeah. You know? And and make money. Make $1,000 a week. More money than somebody else is making at McDonald's. Yeah. And in the last three years... They allow you to rent cars from them. Yep. So just stop making everybody miserable because you don't want to be somewhere. Absolutely. And it's built by design. Of it's, course. It's, 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 it's like uh, it's design <laughs> for us to operate in this capacity. But when we realize that that design is not our natural design, we operate in a capacity by figuring out what works for us and creating our own design. And that's why you should be around like-minded people because if you was really rocking with people that had good intentions for you, you all would figure it out. It happens in circles all the time where the circle figure it out. So it's just surrounding yourself and aligning yourself with the right people that can help empower you no matter what state that you are in in order to keep it moving because nobody wants to continue to have terrible experiences because you mad because you there. X. Like, that's not, I I mean, I didn't tell you to work here. 
Absolutely. That's why I keep my daughter working from several places because the only place she needs to be is in the house, okay? <laughs> she is one of them. And she would never, never last at no fast food restaurant. Keep them out of there because yeah. we need to be... Give them to the seniors. That's what I feel. Like, you're, it's going to take a little longer, but at least they're a little bit more happy because they can actually appreciate the job. Absolutely. And you know what's so funny? Um... That's why uh, most of these jobs are converting to AI. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I like to sometimes call AI artificial intelligence. Sometimes I like to say advanced intelligence, depending mm-hmm. on how it's being used. But again, I recently saw on um, the internet, I can't remember exactly, but it was a robot server. Yes. And just being in the service industry, having a strong service industry background, I've seen the progression of... Um, Technology. Mm-hmm. First, we used to write our, um, <laughs> our, um, excuse me, the take orders the out. orders mm-hmm. down on a pen and pad. Then it went to, you know, the POS because, mm-hmm. you know, the cooks wasn't able to read our, our handwriting wasn't very legible. So now we use the POS system. Then from a POS system, I worked for a company where they had, it was in an airport. It was, um, a iPad where mm-hmm. all we'll do is greet the guests and then they'll put the order in, you know, through the iPad and we just bring the food. And, you know, that's the way most of them went during COVID. Yeah. You, the, the thing would be at the table and you will order from your table and somebody just bring you the food. Yeah. I definitely agree with you on that. We're definitely transitioning out in many ways. But then it leaves us out, you know, for those who don't really have many talents or, you know, the wherewithal to... Or they're so attached to what they know to to not evolve and figure out where and what and how they can contribute their That's talents, products, and services in a new way since mm-hmm. nobody want to do those jobs. They're like, okay, we get some robots. Yeah, and they've been getting them. <laughs> Even with the delivery system, I mean, if you look at the cars they drive themselves, there was a robotic dog. I don't remember what state it was, but they were delivering packages. Mm-hmm. It was an article where they wanted to keep, they didn't want to bring it to their city because they wanted people delivering their stuff. But after a while, you're not going to have a choice. So it's definitely, I guess. I believe for sure it's definitely happening. Even there's a black-owned grocery store um, in Georgia mm-hmm. that is um, there's it's all tech-based, yep. um, self-automation. Mm-hmm. And again... And Amazon Fresh is the same way. When you walk in, you scan your Amazon account. They got one on 14th Street. I think they only have like one person, one human in the store because everything else is you doing it. And they don't have a cash register. So when you're getting ready to go out, you scan your thing and they charge you. They charge your credit card. So how do you get out? Because you got to scan when you come in into your account and you scan each item. Okay. So could you? So I'm just thinking about the law, the LP aspect, the loss prevention. Mm-hmm. Like, how do they get out the store? Like, you just can't run, like swipe, and then like. No, because it's on your it's on your app. Oh, so you get charged regardless. Mm-hmm. So you can't even get into the store without. Yeah, scanning. you gotta scan oh, in. That's great. You scan in and you scan out. But it, it it as you pick up stuff, right, and you're scanning it, it automatically is in your cart. Wow, I gotta go there. Yeah, it's on it's one Fourteenth Street, and they have another one. It, they actually have one in New York. I think it's Manhattan, where it's a like a vending. It was I've seen it on TikTok, but it, it was all automated. Uh-huh. And again, it was only one human being working because everything else was on the machine. So it's it's really here. It's yep. definitely here, <laughs> and so it's going to be up to you to either get with it or not. I think the biggest problem with that is. Um, me and a friend of mine, Pinky, was talking about this because 
you know, we both do business solutions, right? So, of course, you have LegalZoom, you have Taylor Brands, um, Eisen, and all of these other people. But if you read the reviews for those for those things, because people are not doing it, they are receiving many errors. LegalZoom overcharged, Taylor Brand overcharged. You can Google it. You'll look at the reviews and they'll tell you that they were charged so much more money. They were receiving names that legally they couldn't have because somebody else had it. So in certain instances, as you said, it's not going to be good, but they already have these automated systems available. Again, Taylor Brand is 100% automated. LegalZoom is too. Now you can call and talk to somebody in LegalZoom, but in regards to the registrations, they do that AI through algorithms and they're messing up people's stuff and people wait for so long. Yep. So you're going to still need humans to do what it is that you're going to do. And her and I was saying that one day we had a meeting and, and we were like, it's crazy because somebody would go to LegalZoom and LegalZoom would charge you $600 for something we could do for $200 and you actually have human aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And then LegalZoom take you three to six months for you to get something done. Literally. If it gets done. Yeah. So it's just very interesting. Something else that's disgusting and I'm completely shocked about is mystical and these rape charges. Danger. Danger (laughs) is right. That is right. Like he's facing life sentences. Um, He was arrested again on July 30th. Went to court on Tuesday, August 2nd. They just did another, uh, another arraignment, which is why this is popping up now. But they're saying that he could possibly be receive a life sentence. Well, after 5011 allegations and his behavior like with the with the drugs and the strangulation, like at some you you need uh more than you need more rehabilitation than jail because um, <laughs> uh-huh. I think jail just teaches you how to do things better like if you're going to be one of those people that's going to ultimately change your life then it can change your life right mm-hmm. but if you're just a cold fledged whatever it is you are you're just learning different tricks of the trade by being around other people that did the same thing but it's saying that in 2017 he was also accused of um, imprisonment <laughs> 18 months he had somebody locked away somehow and those charges were dropped and then it came back a whole nother one came back around so that's just like you said by having multiple accusers and the most interesting thing is he's been in a relationship since the late 90s supposedly with the same person that sounds imprisonment. familiar yeah doesn't it yeah sounds like another artist that we won't really name i want to do a whole show on r kelly because i just feel like a certain type of way about that situation but yes it Um, is definitely sounds very 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 familiar i'm like what and again no when i say what kind of woman i'm not chastising or or casting judgment i just want to understand the psychological aspect are you just completely you know, blind to what is happening? Are you turning the other cheek? Are you participating in some way, shape, or fashion? Are you grooming? Oh, so you're talking about like R. Kelly's wife? Or Mystical's partner, because how are you how are you with this type of person doing this kind of thing? 
if you're if you're with somebody for a long period of time, you know their patterns and behaviors. Facts. So what kind of person are you to to stand around that? So I've never been in that situation, but I do agree with the two latter. Either you're participating or you're turning a blind eye due to the access that you have because this person is a celebrity. And what kind of person are you? Yeah. Where or you, or you can also be damaged as well, right? Where you just feel like it's okay. I mean, I've never been in an ongoing domestic violence relationship. Like, these, these are not my stories. I hate speaking on things when I really don't know. But from the outside looking in, that's what it looks like. I would love to be able to, like, have a real, not me having to submit questions to, to Drea Kelly, but me being able to have a real conversation just to figure out what it is and not necessarily accusing. And sometimes um, questioning can look like you are pointing a finger at somebody, I right? I understand that. But it's just, just the weird. It. It's the weirdest thing because I just don't know. Like, I know 90% of what my daughter does in the other room. I'm confused on how you don't know what the 90% of your husband is doing. <laughs> like, I don't understand that. And how that could be a reflection of who you are. Again. And even if it is for um, access, like, you don't want to work hard? No. Some people like, don't. Like, you, you don't want to figure out how you can provide this for yourself? You're willing to compromise who you are for this type of access? They do. And I will say this. Oh, excuse me. Um, In the latter allegations with T.I., they were saying that Tani was the actual abuser and she was the one that initiated. That's allegedly because, you know, these people ain't my cousins, so I don't know. But they had at least two or three people that were saying Tani was the one. Oh, no. So it just depends. But I just find it very interesting how people can be sexual predators. Even with even with men, right? Like, you'll see these influencers that talk so bad about black women and, you know, say this or whatever that they'll have on TikTok and YouTube. And it's just almost like, who hurt you like mm-hmm. that bad to where you just feel so adamant about something and that's the same thing like with with any abuse technically verbal mental sexual financial because people look over that of you that abuse but you can be financially abused as well yeah but it's like for you to feel like that this is normal and that that's okay something else is going on what it is i don't know and i don't even think a therapist is going to be able to tell you you have to look into yourself and figure out what what is it in you? Because they do say that a lot of people that were molested do become um, the abusers. Mm-hmm. So it's just very interesting. I don't know. I was really shocked about the whole mystical thing. Of course, I mean, I don't really follow mystical like that. So I didn't know nothing about 2017. But to hear again, yeah. um, and especially in the district, it is eight women to one man. I don't know why you got to still vagina from nobody with all of those options because yes women have a choice but you guys are the one that commit not us you know what yeah. i'm saying so it's just weird that these things would have to be going on or during a breakup and you want to kill me because i don't want to be with you it's seven other women that will be with that are begging <laughs> to be with you because every person here. I, yeah every person i know that single want to be in a relationship so it shouldn't be that hard for you to find somebody else to to be with you so again as you said it is mental like it's just the weirdest thing that people feel that entitled and that justified to do whatever it is you know what i'm saying that you want to do that just doesn't make sense um across the board some stuff is just weird and it's like you i from from what i recall is he's not ugly 
Mystical is not. Mystical still look good for him to be like 46 years old. Like, he's very preserved. His skin is still intact. No wrinkles. Yeah. He looks very handsome. So it's just weird that you like you got to do that. It's just weird. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm sorry to the victims, you know, whatever. But it's just weird. I don't know what else to say about it because it's just weird. I don't know. It's the weirdest thing, especially because men have so much leverage. Mm-hmm. Like raping people and all this stuff is just weird when you got seven other people yeah. that will do exactly what you need to be done for you. It's also to the ability to see. Yeah. I, it, he's not able to see, you know, the possibilities of, you know, people desiring him. Yeah. Because that's the only reason why you would take, like, not really identifying your own power that you have to go and take to feel powerful. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, locking somebody up for 18 months, like, don't it feel different after, like, somebody don't want to be with you? Yeah. Like, like, you have to now, like, tap into a whole different type of psyche to, or to be like, okay Or, with like, that being kind of intimate behavior. with dead people or people that's drugged up. And um, we've been seeing that a lot lately. And I'm not saying that these things never happen. But, yeah. you know, the 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 Internet allows us a different eye lens. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can see everything now. Right. So, of course, nowadays, everything is going to look like it's, oh, my God, this is so much. But no, it's because you have access to see whatever it is that you want to see. And then depending on your trends. Yeah. OK, well, on social media, they're going to give you what they what they know you want to see. Right. Absolutely. So these things, you just see them so often. But. But I don't understand being intimate with somebody that's dead or sleep. That don't make sense either. But people do it. That that power. Mm-hmm. That uh, and once we identify our our own power, we won't even do crazy stuff like that. I like just wanna... to tap in, but there's so many different elements about tapping in. Because just like I told you with me eating that Twix yesterday, I'm puffy as hell. So a lot of the stuff is what we are putting inside <laughs> of ourselves as well. So, I mean, unless you're going to really cleanse yourself in and out, then the mental is never going to change. I was reading something today where they was like one of the one of the better ways to fight depression is being in the sun for two hours and not necessarily looking in the sun. Because, you know, sun gazing can be bad for certain people, but just being outside in the vitamin, receiving that vitamin D because you don't technically get it from pills. But they'll dope you up with vitamin D pills. But you actually have to get that from the sun, being grounded with no shoes on outside. Those are it's it's a lot of ways that we would have to do it with ourselves. But the stress is what triggers many people to do, like have me eating a, a, a um. Actually, I had a Twix and a damn whatchamacallit. I ain't about to lie to you or myself. <laughs> I just forgot about the whatchamacallit. But that's the thing. When when you're having no stressors, you have to find something different, right? Because I don't drink or smoke, so chocolate is always my thing. But, you know, for other people... It's drinking. For other people, it's smoking. For other people, it's sex. For other people, it's shopping. For other people, it's gambling. So the stressors always look different. And that's really what's what's hurting us on how we actually deal with our day-to-day. That's the thing. Yeah. But if we can get back to that and hone in on our power, a lot of things would be different. But there's so many factors that, by design, in Imani's words, (laughs) um, that can stop you from doing that. Um, so that's why I think like connections are, are everything. That's what I'm getting to believe. Community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> community. And when you're able to now identify your own community, now you know where to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and being, to, just to kind of touch on the metaverse, 
um, since it's such an untapped market right now, you have the ability to create your own community and find people who are like-minded like you. And there's holistic communities. Mm -hmm. um, there's that could give you more advice on what you can do to regulate your emotions in a holistic way. Mm -hmm. Like what you said, going outside, grounding, and, you know, um, getting some vitamin D. But being in a community in the metaverse, when you're giving them, you know, donations, you know, for that type of advice or paying for those type of services, now you'll be getting paid in return for investing in your community that's also helping regulate yourself in the actual world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you definitely need that and be able to know how to tap in and out yeah. um, so we could just do better overall because things are just weird right now. And um, I'm not quite sure. But um, according <laughs> to Love B. Scott, shout out to her. Yes. Okay. Uh, um, it's B. Scott. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Black China reported not too long ago that she was making twenty million dollars twenty million dollars a month on OnlyFans. I don't know why people are surprised. I believe it. I believe it. I don't know why people are calling cap. And I think more importantly, these men are just doing the most when it comes to black women. Whether it's the celebrity, the influencers, anybody, it just seems like they just go out of their way to tear you down in some way shape or form it's just weird so not only did her mama though because her mama said she didn't believe her either <laughs> but you know Lil Duval was one of the people that came out and said that that they don't believe her um he said this is how he know he's not living in reality no more um because he didn't believe it her mother said that she didn't believe it but the funny thing about that is people are People, um, how do I say this? What When you don't understand something, you know, you have a problem with it, right? Yeah, of course. So they had Faze on Love, Columbus Short, and a couple of other people doubting how much money Country Wayne made from YouTube and Facebook, mm -hmm. right? They're, oh, he ain't They're make that broke. much money, huh? They're all broke. Yeah, he make that much money. Ain't no way in hell. I make more money than this. I make more money than that. Right? People are making a killing on YouTube now. Don't don't get it twisted. There are a lot of fakers. Okay, because we know that. Right? Mm -hmm. We know that everybody is not making that money. But there are groups of people that are really making that money on these social media platforms. Right? Now I don't know if Black China made 20 million do I she make it. 20 million or is it an accumulated 20 million right i believe it but i believe that it's definitely <laughs> possible because bella thorne the first day that bella thorne logged on she made a million dollars from subs from subscriptions only this wasn't and that's even what i wanted to talk about the power of having your own community leveraging your influence and putting a price tag on it with with quality and content that you already know that people would pay for mm -hmm. monthly any subscription is something that's reoccurring and if you're able to produce it and get at at depending on the type of contract that you have 
OnlyFans may also be paying her just to be on that platform. Mm-hmm. A month ago, there was like an interview with um, Snoop Dogg um, being one of the first celebrities to be on Instagram. And that's what made um, all of, you know, the rest of us, you know, kind of jump on to the app is, again, his influence. If you're able to leverage your influence, put a dollar to it, and then constantly create content that is appealing to whatever niche that you have for instance i would say that black china was one of our first social media influencers in early 2010s we i've never i still have not gone to king of diamonds but i was i known about that because i would see you know stuff about black china on media takeout mm-hmm. Again, leveraging marketing, leveraging publicity, leveraging um, her initial access and then reinvesting in the value within herself. And then not only that, you have people that be on OnlyFans and don't even post. I forgot what what celebrity. Was that um, the guy from Power? It was somebody recently that doesn't put anything on his social media and the people still pay him monthly. Just for the anticipation. I mean, for OnlyFans. Just for the anticipation of it. <laughs> so, the thing about it is, um, she actually did an uh, a interview with Baller Alert mm-hmm. a little while ago and was saying that, you know, she she charges $19 a month for her subscriptions. Yeah. Period. She says she don't want to be the parent where they have this now. Then when they get older, they don't have it. I'm a single black fa- a female supporting my kids. I don't get any child support. So I have all of these things like Black China Closet, the Dynasty Group, my music, the OnlyFans, Lash Cosmetic promos that I do for other people, other companies to keep my household together. So this does not tell me what date that this was out. But according to the reports, Bella Thorne. Mm-hmm. And Cardi B took the number two spot that estimated an $11 million that month on their OnlyFans. Um, excuse me. Black China and Bella Thorne made $11 million as the number two spot person. Cardi B was number three at $9.34 million. And these are only subscriptions. Yep. And I know Cardi B don't don't really even post on there much. No, like she'll say something kids. a secret <laughs> or something on there, but it's not it's not even sexual anymore. And that's another thing that people got to understand too. OnlyFans is not sexual. It yeah. never started out that way. It ended up getting that way due to the pandemic because you had a lot of people that were sex workers that could no longer yeah, be go. out. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them jumped onto OnlyFans. But at, OnlyFans was initially created for celebrities to talk to their um, supporters. That yeah, was the initial. Yeah, like Patreon. That was the initial um, conception of it, and it turned into what it is. And I know they're not mad about it because it's a $3 billion company now. Yep. And again, um, going into the metaverse, (laughs) it's very similar. Creating your own community and being able to leverage your connection within your community. Um, The only thing about OnlyFans is, um, and what I appreciate um, about blockchain, Web3, and crypto is if you have a TV show and you have it on your own website um, that can also be um, crypto, but we'll talk about that at another date. Um, But you're able to actually leverage the money that you're 
community is giving to you, they're able to get equity and royalties just from investing in you. The only unfortunate mm-hmm. thing with, you know, all of those twenty million or that nine three that nine point three million dollars that Cardi B got is that the people that invested at nine point three isn't getting anything but that content. Mm-hmm. What's so beautiful about what we're coming into with this creator, um, content creator economy is that now your supporters are able to get money from investing in you. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like, thank you for, you know, your video, but like, I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Within this new realm that we're walking into, now we have the opportunity to support those who support us. Mm-hmm. And I think with, with that type of, because we're already seeing that, like you said, OnlyFans is a, a $3 billion business. Imagine those $3 billion being circulated to everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're walking into with um, all of the amazing things that's happening in the metaverse. Yeah, for sure. Um, last but not least of hot mess, okay, a North Carolina town terminated the town manager after the entire police force quit and crime began to rise. The Kinley Town Council voted 3-2 to two on Tuesday to fire the town man- manager, Justice Jones, just three months into her two-year contract. Dang, she didn't even last three months. Um, the vote was held after a, meeting, a month-long investigation into claims by former police chief Josh Gibson, his five officers, and an assistant town manager. Now, talk about community. Mm-hmm. Because they all stood together. Jones was blamed for creating a hostile work environment that led to the mass resignation of the entire police department. Jones will take home a severance package of about 50000 Well, That ain't bad. Um, no. That's half her salary. Plus, she still get benefits. I'll take it and go do something else. Although I was not able to accomplish the goals in progress in the short time I served the town, given my ultimate de- um, departure, my commitment to leaving Kinley better than I found it is an accomplishment. I will always be proud of Jones said. I find that real suspicious mm-hmm. because it, it, it's in Kinley, North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. And she a black woman, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, running the the police. She was the mayor, but they they called. They didn't call her the mayor. They called her the town manager. I don't you even see know what the how town they manager even changed <laughs> her her status. I find that very suspicious, and that that type of police force. Also known as, we ain't going to say it on here, but the special police who police people of the town, predominantly in the South, and her being a black woman of power, I just find it very unfortunate that there weren't other ways in which to resolve the issue. And I think that, not saying that I don't know what her behavior was, but I feel like there should have been more of an investigation, more of a, remedi- a remediation, mm-hmm. you know. And the thing about it is, I mean, let's let's call a cat a cat. She was a black woman Thank over you. white men, and they didn't like it um, At all. for whatever reason. Now, to be fair, the people that judge, there is a black man on this panel. So it's not like she was terminated by all white men, but mm-hmm. there's one black guy, at least in this video, I don't, you know, he just looking. Um, but, job. and a lot of the times that, you know, I had this conversation on the show recently, you know, when, in, whenever a woman is empowered, some man always finds it 
a problem. We're normally called the B word, difficult, emotional, and all bunch of adjectives when we're doing the exact same things that you're doing. Now, are women emotional creatures? Sure. But um, women in power just don't wake up and like, oh, I'm on my cycle. Let me make everybody's day terrible today. A lot of men don't like taking direction from women and it just is what it is. Um, and it was actually three to two. So maybe the white, maybe the black man voted against it because it was three to two. It's five men on here. It's one, one black guy. So two people, one white man and one other person said no. And three said yes. So we don't know how it worked out. But ultimately, I can guarantee you that's what it is. Uh, that's what it was. And um, 50000 plus your salary, plus your benefits, not that bad. She can go to another town and get another job. Yeah. Um, yeah town- Let's hope she wasn't attached to her mission. <laughs> where she where where she doesn't feel like she can't go somewhere else because sometimes again like we started off in the beginning well she better not because they'll kill her <laughs> like this ain't that type of vibe you know in these small counties um people get away with a lot of strange things so hopefully she just leave it alone and go somewhere else and be something else yeah i mean She'll be all right. <laughs> it's sad that, you know, we do live in this day and time. That was like I went to Best Buy yesterday. Clearly talking to the man, a non-melanated um, non person came up to the counter and just started having a whole conversation with him as if I wasn't standing right there. The dis, the dis- I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even, um, it was just like, mm, okay. And it, I could have definitely went there because my energy is has been going places often. But I didn't even have the energy to say anything back to this person. I really didn't. But they do they do what they want to do all the time, especially the ones that, um, you know, got a couple of dollars. And she definitely had some change. I know she did. You could just tell, one, by the way that she was dressed and how she carried herself. So it was one of those things where it was like, do I really want to be on the news or... I'm going to turn another cheek. Yeah, because I am waiting for a grant for my nonprofit. And I don't know if that would have been a good idea for me to say what I wanted to say. So the when when she walked away from the counter, the black guy was just like, I'm so sorry. I said it is what it is. I just need to know where whatever was. Because, again, I just don't have the energy. But it was definitely disrespectful. Yeah. Um, if I would already got denied for the two grants I was waiting for, I probably would have said something. <laughs> and it would have just been the end of the day but I won't know if I get approved until the end of um, October so I gotta act like I got some sense Yes, but until after October that... the 1st <laughs> yeah after that it's definitely on after it's October up. the 1st but it was what it was yesterday um, when we come back we're gonna talk about bridging the gap between black and brown people and we're gonna try to get into this hey Nikki I feel like this can be a shorter segment um, cause it's funny yes but we'll be back right after this. <laughs> this song right here, I just love. It's called Black Folks by Tank oh, and yes. the Bangas. We'll be back right after this. Black folk. 
Black look like a revolution. Look like a family reunion in the park. Black look like it's a different world. Sound like a crawfish ball in New Orleans. Black folk joke around like Martin and got paintings from JJ in the living room. It sounds strong. Look like sacrifice. It'd be flowers blooming in the summertime. Black sound like old songs. Smell like good food. And it tastes like heart disease. But it feel like maize at Jazz Fest. Black sound like something that hurt, like a hard test. Black sound like skin, like something dark. It look like hair, yeah, black sound like rough hair. And good hair, look like history, sound spiritual. Black sound like years, like working, like night. Black sound like money, look like Walmart. Like corner stores, like cash register singing. Black sound like 400 years. Smell like Oprah. Impactful like Martin, look like Cicely Tyson, sing like Nina, got a ass like Serena. Feel like broken homes in Section 8. Black smell like cracking collard greens. Sounds motivational, feels like church. Look like big Sunday hats and ribbons. Smile like your mama, eyes like the sun, beautiful child. Sound like thick plaid swinging and sneaky uncles. Look like Tyler Perry making money. Sound like hating, feel frustrated, don't it? Like they don't get it. Like they won't ever get it, huh? Like push your personal feelings of racial injustice so far underneath the carpet that you trip over your own family history. <laughs> But I love me some black folk. I love the hair grease and the rental fees. The front row seats, the police, the projects, the mustard greens, being late, social security checks, government assistance, bougie, black, looking good, bags of hair, fake press on nails, rat tail comb, stunting gold chain, gold teeth, black men and big feet. I love me some black folk. For they are the people that were made from the darkest parts of the sky. Smile like your mama, eyes like the sun. Beautiful child, oh you're the one Fly like your daddy, make me so happy Beautiful child, oh you're the one I'm in a place when I see your face Must be nostalgia Yeah. Black don't crack, I love your skin I don't see that from other kin It's a day, any day I see me and mine doing different things Pushing boundaries West Coast, East Coast, overseas I think I came to LA for Everybody from the 504 What you think I came to LA for Everybody from the 504 What you think I came to LA for Everybody from the 504 What you think I came to LA for If you can't give to one Join
Consider this radio to volunteer at one of our community events by emailing considerdis at gmail.com. Saving energy is simple. It even saves you money. Replace incandescent light bulbs with compact fluorescent bulbs. Set your thermostat to 78 degrees or higher in the summer. Weather seal your home. When replacing old appliances, select Energy Star qualified appliances that are up to 40% more efficient and unplug electronic devices when not in use. Visit LADWP.com for more energy saving tips and information. Save energy, save money. Have you been considered? Check out the brand new radio show called Consider This Radio, aired live Tuesdays at 3 p.m. on WEBR Radio, Fairfax. Visit considerthis.org and find upcoming event coverage, great articles featuring today's hot topics. You can even learn about your community. That's considerthis.org. Get to know Nikia, community organizer, radio producer, education advocate, volunteer, and much, much more. Consider This Radio Show is a powerful show that focuses on today's events. Have you been considered where all things are considered? Alright, good people. We are back. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. We are going to dibble and dabble in regards to um, you know, trying to bridge the gap, the racial wealth gap as we all know yeah. um i i really gotta start reminding well actually my phones didn't work all week one phone worked up until thursday mm-hmm. i still don't have a sim card so that phone don't work and now the other phone worked. Mm-hmm. it's been a really crazy week um but i did see on social media of course that they were saying that it was 750 um, billionaires and I believe only seven of them are black people yes so that's crazy so clearly there's a huge and this is only in the US Mm because we know in other countries you know we win (laughs) we we win everything else in every other country but the US Um, so one of the questions on Only Sky was proposed is can cryptocurrency bridge the racial gap wealth gap for black America so um, it sure can (laughs) <laughs> Amani already spoke in regards to what was cryptocurrency. Um, according to Only Sky, we're going to keep saying it. A uh, cryptocurrency is the decentralized store of value. Unlike the U.S. dollar, it is derived from the value from a centralized monetary authority. Blockchain technology underpins crypto, which encrypts and tracks transactions, making it difficult to counterfeit and serve as an attractive trade means in the universe. The digital coin functions as a medium that obtains its value from market forces. Um, these premises challenge traditional norms, drawing ridicule from the likes of Warren Buffett, who, in regards, stated, it doesn't meet the test of currency. I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's not turned around in 10 or 20 years. It's not durable means of exchange. It's not a store of value. According to the richest man in the United States, Mr. Warren Buffett, okay? Um, give me three ways... That mental bites believes that cryptocurrency can bridge the racial 
uh, deprivation of black and brown people. Well, us African-Americans are known to spend the most money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, we're not able to get or see a return of it. And that's what made Warren Buffett so rich is that he has always invested in things in which he can get a return from. So us as African-Americans um, really um, investing in crypto and blockchain um, as a asset that can build equity and royalties over time um, and how crypto can be used in all forms of uh, products and uh, service exchanges is so important. Um, you said three ways. Also, um, creating your own crypto. Um, if you have a business of your own, if you have a product or service, really identifying that you yourself <laughs> is a coin and that you could have your community invest in your product and service. And you again, you could create your own form of bank, but those who aren't investing in it can also see a return. And then last but not least, is it being decentralized? Um meaning that it's not regulated. So um, what's happening right now is we recently heard last week about Bank of America and them uh, creating initiatives for black Mm. and brown people who were actually um, cut out or um, uh, how do you say, um, what is the word I'm trying to say? They were, so black and brown people were actually they were, For the housing market? Yes. What okay. were they doing to them again? I'm trying to think of the word. Basically, it was racial injustice. They were uh-huh. being prejudiced about the whole mortgage process. Of course. And creating obstacles is like what they normally do. Um, and that's being that's in a centralized structure. Mm-hmm. In a decentralized structure, those type of um, behaviors and, and patterns will not exist because it's a public ledger that's ran by the community. And what I was going to ask, doesn't that just remove people? Heck, yeah. Which takes away the emotion. Yep. And possibly racism. And the control that was once in the hands of one the 1% where it's now that communities within itself have the ability to again band together and create um, new financial structures and again I think that is exactly why uh, Warren Buffett is against something like that if you if the black dollar is one of the most valuable spent dollar and now these people who are spending their dollars and able to see a return of their dollars of course that is something that you don't want to promote or push um and i think that's what's so beautiful about um what's happening um within uh blockchain within web3 within um content creation is that now you have the opportunity to see a return of your efforts without anyone cutting into it i i don't i think it's very unfair that um out us as artists um whether we're doing music whether we're drawing whether we're sculpture sculpting whether we have um a mom and pop um restaurant that's been in the family for 50 years you know being able to sustain these products and services without the banking system, I think that's beautiful. But also those who have invested us from the very beginning are able to get equity and royalties. I think that's something that is so powerful and that's something that I really want to promote. There's other aspects of blockchain, Web3, and crypto that people are talking about, um, like like um, Decentraland, which is um, gamification, a.k.a. Um, 
gambling. <laughs> um, there's also aspects of um, boarded apes. That's another popular crypto community. But there's other ways in which we could utilize crypto in our day-to-day lives. Um, again, that could be beneficial for us as a community and, and really promoting that. Yes. And then how does... How is it that Mental Bites helps businesses and or regular people do those things? Oh, by being your own dollar, that you have the opportunity to create your own form of crypto, um, to have your blockchain within your business, which is, again, a decentralized public ledger that tracks all of your transactions. Um, smart contracts could be used when smart contract is a, a legal a legal contract that at one point in time you would need um, a lawyer. You would need um, you would need uh, someone else to kind of track the actual contract. Um, so again. If you're a real estate agent and you want to close on a house, you know, we have to go through um, a mortgage firm. You don't need a mortgage firm if you have a smart contract. <laughs> a smart contract is a public document between one person and another that could be looked upon as a certificate of authentication. Um, if you have, again, a product or a service, people can invest in your crypto and receive that product or service. But your customers and your clients are now getting equity off of their investment into the product or service over time through, again, the blockchain smart contract as a certificate of authentication because again it's showing that you actually did this transaction but you're able to get again equity and royalty out of it mm-hmm. okay girl i already told you we have to have a whole other conversation about this um <laughs> and what works and you guys may be seeing her at howard in what two weeks possibly, possibly. fingers crossed fingers, fingers crossed, crossed fingers, fingers crossed, crossed. Um, be seeing her on the stage to be able to talk about the exact thing that she's talking about right now um, in regards to the metaverse. Before we get out of here, though, I want to um, dabble in the Hey Nikki real quick. And then we exit out with three. I want to do three reasons why everyone needs to go to the metaverse. Yes. Three reasons I why. I think that would be... I think that'd be good um, to get people there and and give out your contact information so people can talk to you. But this will be this won't be the last that you see of her because um, her and I are going to do a live talking about woman, the king. Yeah. Woman king. Woman king. Yes. We got to talk about it. I don't know why I want to say the king. Well, you know, because we're traditionally, it's not normally put together, mm-hmm. um, woman king. And what I appreciate about just that, that name is, is feminine and masculine, but in one role. And it's just mm-hmm. the balance of the feminine and masculinity within oneself. Because if you do your research, normally the women were the, were the rulers of the um, little places and tribes. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Women were the masters of the tribes, honey. So y'all need to get on board. Um, we'll be right back right after this because, again, before we close out, I want Amani to be able to tell us three reasons why you need to head on over to the Metaverse and three ways that you can yes. head over to the Metaverse. Yes. 
And that would be mental bites, mental bites, mental bites. Um, but we'll be back right after this. Don't you guys go anywhere. Um, maybe we should just do our praise break. Because, Lord, do I need it. Hold on yes. one second. We're going to take a minute out to thank Black Jesus and them. Shout out Black Jesus. <laughs> Black Jesus is king. Yeah, Jesus is king. <laughs> go back to black Jesus and them. Okay, all of them. And uh, go back. Oh, let me say this a double ago. Um, I was at my friend house yesterday, and I, I forgot what I said, but I was like, yeah, black Jesus. She said, is Jesus not white and black? I said, no, I only pray to the black one. <laughs> <laughs> she got paid. Shout out to Serenity. I'm probably going to take her to the Woman King movie. Yeah. And um, get a couple of other girls to go to the movies. And, um, yeah, we should all, you know, go to the movies and go eat. So, yeah, I'll work that out. But we'll be back right after this. Don't you guys go anywhere. We're going to talk about this Hey Nikki. Um, I don't think this is going to be a long conversation. <laughs> I really want to know what Imani thinks. Because we had another conversation, but we're going to get into it. We, we, we look, no, look, no, no, look, no, no. look. Look, we ain't gonna do it. We ain't gonna do it. We ain't gonna do it. Show and do it. We ain't gonna do it. <laughs> what was that? A TikTok or and that went viral? And that little girl didn't get no money we from it. it. And we gonna, gonna talk it. about why we need to go in the metaverse because us as content creators, even in our natural state, we, just we are built in currency. We cash are out in the metaverse. Yes. We are definitely amazing human beings. And you're right. She ain't get nothing from it. And they did a t-shirt and everything. I hate that. We'll be back right after this. Dance it off with this praise break with Nikki Zoom next on Consider This Radio. Shackles on my feet, yeah, they won't let me be. Won't you set me free? Pray this on me. Shackles on my feet, oh, they won't let me be. Won't you set me free? Pray this on me. Pray this all on me. Let me go. Let me go. I've been going through so much, I swear these people let my throat. That's on me, that's on mamas. On my mama, I can't take no more, so miss me with that drama. Get your commas, get your rest straight. Get your facts straight. Hold me down, I rise up on her like the tax rate. Keep my past straight, never lack faith. God been working, they gon' have to hold me back, man. And tell them, tell them, tell them. You can pick a side if you wanna. You already know who I'm growing. You don't want no problems with me. Shackles on my feet, yeah, they won't let me be. Won't you set me free? Pray this on me. Pray this on me. I got them shackles off my feet, yeah, yeah. Can't put me back up in the streets, yeah, yeah. I couldn't move, but now I'm free, yeah, yeah. I got them shackles off my feet, yeah, 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 yeah. Down for me, down for me. People left me, you was brown for me. Brown for me, all that bitterness and anger had to let it go. People talking down on me, I guess that's how it go. Let them know that's on me, yeah. Shackles on my feet. Dropping new music. The new tracks first on Consider This Radio. Our story will unfold the greatest contributions of African American men and women that took place on this day and it's up next.
He is a gangster. I gangster about Jesus. Oh, I got a song for you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. I didn't even, clearly I didn't listen to the whole song. I didn't listen to the whole song. I'm mad at them talking about. All right, y'all, we back. We're going to get this, this Hey Nikki kiss. We got we got to close out only in the metaverse. Um, So <laughs> long story short, we're going to see what Amani thinks. Yes. Okay, so somebody wrote in, Hey Nikki, after a long string of unhealthy relationships, I suddenly found myself in something that feels deeply good with a woman who likes me as much as I like her. Ain't that a prayer? Um, I also live with a lot of baggage. Facts. Um, persistent crental. Uh, What's today? Today's 11th. I'm getting ready to come on. I got to. Because I'm a blonde woman for like seven days. Got and you. clearly today is showing. Got okay? you. Got you. I was asleep by 11. So got I have you. no reason not to be able to read today. Um, but back to the story. I'm living with all of this these days. So I threw all of this out to the woman on the first date. She took it in stride. And, you know, they ended up continuing to date. She's got her own deep life experience. She gets it and and she understands. And not to mention, she likes me, really likes me, all of me. I want to know whether she is monogamous and how. If she's into playing around with other people or playing but not falling in love or any of it. But I'm scared to ask, what should I do? I mean, at this point, if you told her she was crazy and she's still around, just ask the question. My thing is, you still living with your baggage. You ain't let it go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you ever let it go? I feel like it's always in the trunk. Because it pops back up now. Oh, I, you know, some things could pop back up on you. But if you carrying it and you saying you carrying it, like you ain't really worked through it. Because mm-hmm. certain things I work through no longer is present. Now I may get triggered so it's coming back up, it but I'm not up. I'm not living with it. I'm not vacationing with my baggage. My baggage is dropped off cuz I can't go adding the go. So Huh. But I will say that maybe he's saying that he's living with it because he dealt through it. But we're just going to go with the okay. facts. Okay. We're going to go with the facts. So you're right. You're right. So if, that that was like uh, that's your living, perception. like red flag. Oh, and I did miss that he had PTSD from child sexual abuse. So he just wants to know, mm-hmm. how, should you ask yes? Yeah, of course. I definitely think you should. Why, why not? What are you afraid of? And I'm one of them first date people, too. Where I'm going to ask you all the real questions, and yeah. that's up to you whether you call me back or not. At this point, I feel like over 35, you're just too old to be playing games and doing a oh, I'm scared to do. You too old. Your life Facts. ain't you. You you halfway through life. Facts. Also, Get it out. Within within uh, within my generation generation of dating, like they polyamorous, poly something, um, all of the ollies, where it's like. Really, just understanding. Well, what what are your desires in a relationship, or do you, you even want to be in a relationship? Because dating and being and being in a committed relationship, I'm learning now, are two separate things. So if we're dating, I'm not monogamous because I don't know if I like you yet, and that doesn't mean that I'm participating in sexual activities with other people. But yes, I am dating. I am seeing what I like. So what what's your answer to that question? Do you think he should ask? Heck yeah, yeah, I do. Too. Before I feel you get like- too emotionally invested, and she, you know, you may not, she may not even like you that much. She was okay with to accept your stuff because she got other people. She's also, you know, candidate. And I also like that he was um, 
transparent enough to share that. Because I do know is that it's it's very hard for men to admit their shortcomings. Yep. So shout out to you, sir. Just ask a damn question. Now, to get into what we're going to get into before we get into the metaverse, honey. So this is still similar, right? So he asks, what should he do? He want to be in an open relationship. I feel like everybody in an open relationship. Because being a single woman, more married men and more men that are in relationships are more aggressive than a single man. Which is unfortunate. And that's a fact. <laughs> I've been, I, I, and it's not even knowingly knowing that these people are married is finding out situations and then somebody's calling your phone or something else randomly happens. So definitely men that are already with somebody, whether married or in a committed relationship, are more single than single men. Um, so you might as well just ask her. Now, outside of that, to tie into that, eight questions to ask before, before coming exclusive. Ooh. I'm going to run through this and we're going to see what you think because we got about 10 minutes. I'm glad that we're asking questions. Okay. You need to. So, number one, what is your definition of cheating? What kind of relationship do you want? What type of kinky stuff are you into? What's your biggest worry about me? And we talked about the kinky stuff offline. <laughs> um, what's your biggest worry about me? Are you okay with with being my primary support person? What are you giving the most energy to right now? School, work, family, friends, relationship. Does anyone else think they're in a relationship? That's my first question. Do anybody else think they're in love with you? Um, <laughs> in a relationship, we gotta say relationship. Yeah, they say in love, that's different. But Girl, you gotta be you so specific these days; it don't make no sense. <laughs> and what do you think is the most important that I? What do you think is most important that I should be aware of? So for me, number seven is my first one. Mm-hmm. I, outside of me finding out if you're single, I want to know if somebody else is in love with you, yeah. and does anybody else in this world, including an animal, think that you're their partner? Exactly. Do you have your own questions? Uh, absolutely. I also want to know: um, Do you have any, or have had any, sexually transmitted diseases? Mm, okay. Um, I think that's super, you know, important. Um, you know, when was your last serious relationship? Mm-hmm. Um, how is your relationship with your parents? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is your? Um, what are your hobbies? Because that also helps me to understand: is this a person that has like a life? You know, mm-hmm. are you open or have experienced therapy? Mm. Um, <laughs> what was the last book you read? Because that also helps me to understand what type of person you are. Mm-hmm. Do you have any children? And if so, how often do you see your children? And what is the scope of your relationship with that partner? Because that also impacts, you know, our dating experience mm-hmm. as well. Um, that's the ones that I could think off at the top of my head. Yeah. So for me, I outside of are you single? Mm-hmm. Does anyone believe that they're in love or in a relationship with you? <laughs> the question part, I kind of wait to see how everything else goes. Because I, it takes me a lot to like people. I don't like a lot of people, period. Um, and that includes women as well, which is why I don't have a lot of friends. But especially <laughs> with guys, I think just because... The way that things have been going lately, I just kind of let things just play out on itself and just to just to see what it is. Only because, in my own experience, asking questions gets you the answers that you want, and they may not be the truth. And if you are very people-aware, self-aware, you can tell exactly who people are via their actions, right? If I'm on the phone with you and, you know, one day we're on the phone and, 
we're talking and you tell me that you have children and you never mention that you're picking them up or you never mention that your child just called you on the phone. Clearly, there is no relationship because I don't even once once somebody finds out I have a child, you don't need to know how old she is. You don't need to know if she's an elephant. That's it. Right. But I'm still like, oh, I got to go pick my daughter up. Oh, hold on. This is my daughter. Whatever. I'm still going to say little things about her, even though we're not having a conversation about her. I don't feel the need of that until I know if I really like you or not. However, you will still hear me talk about my child because I'm actively involved in my child's life. For those that don't never say anything anything about them for real there's the answer to me that's the answer and then some people will say well oh well maybe you don't have a conversation whether i ask you about your kids or not you won't be like oh hold on this is my daughter on the other line hold on i oh i can't meet you friday at six because i gotta pick little johnny up some some way or another they it will come up in a conversation and i know that for a fact because again i don't even talk about my own child i like to keep things very surface so how do you have a child do you don't need to know how old she is again you don't need to know if she's an elephant none of that is your business i do have a child that's the only thing you need to know and throughout the engagement you will find out that i'm doing oh you seem really active with your child or whatever as we grow along so i feel like certain things will come up Especially like the therapy part. Things things will come up. <laughs> but like I said, in my own personal experience, asking questions gets me the answers that I want and they are not the truth. I have a very short synopsis to that. Just like somebody I was recently dating, he would send me Bible scriptures, tell me he praying for me every day. Oh, I don't want to date nobody else. I go and this wasn't even a pop up because he I went to where he was so he can get my oil change. And there he was. And he's caught in 4K kissing on a girl, hugging on a girl, had a whole nother shirt on. And when he came around to me, he was dressed completely different and then even insisted that he wasn't talking to nobody else. Mind you, I don't ask. And I don't ask. So you still came to me, volunteered information that I didn't ask you about. You were dating. It's expected for you to be dating multiple people Mm -hmm. uh, when you're dating. So I just find that people just do the most for no reason, which is another reason why I don't do a lot of questioning outside of, again, I'm going to ask you if you're single. I'm going to ask you if somebody else thinks that they're in love with you. And then after that, it's not really too many more questions I'm going to ask. Because you're going to be in the observing I'm observant. I just find it and I don't know why. I can't wait to find somebody to tell me why. But I don't know why people pretend to be something that they're not with me. Facts. I just don't understand that. I'm a straight shooter. If I'm having a good day, I'm having a good day. If I'm having a bad day, I'm having a bad day. If I feel fat, I'm going to tell you. If I feel ugly, I'm I'm one of those people that I I tell the truth. I say what I mean and I mean what I say. So I don't know why I constantly meet people that have to exaggerate who they are to fit into my life. When all you have to do is just be yourself. And that's the end of the the story is longer. We can talk about it on the ride home, okay, honey, because okay. it was very interesting. But I have a picture of it. I took a picture of it. I FaceTimed my friend because with girls that do, women that do know me, I get so much slack with how I date. And each and every time it comes true. And it's not a self-prophecy. It is what it is. People are exactly who they are. And that's why I FaceTime her. And I was like, yeah, look at this. And you gonna tell me I was wrong because I had a feeling about that person. Nope, and my my intuition, intuition is never wrong, never yeah. wrong, never. Ever since I tapped into it, it's never wrong. Period. Never. And that's what especially he needs about to do. people. I wish it. I wish I could tap into it for the business side, but <laughs> for people side, my intuition is never wrong. So when I'm carrying something the way I'm carrying it, it is exactly what it is until I figure out something, something else. else. 
Yeah. I I trust myself. I've done my work. Yeah. So if, if I feel a certain way, it is exactly what I feel. And until it surfaces, it surfaces. But it is what it is. Absolutely. I think those questions are cute. I do agree with you that you should be asking questions. You should. Um, but people do what they want to do. Absolutely. Have you ever asked somebody something and it turned out that that's not who they were before? <sighs> yes. Yeah. And it was very, very disappointing. Yeah. Um, it was like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, Mr. Jackal and, and Hyde. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was two separate experiences. It made me question my whole reality. Like, what, was it I wasn't looking appropriately? But like you said, sometimes people can create who they A whole know universe. that you want them to be. And they'll do that for whatever outcome that they have desired. In. And it's so weird because, again, it's eight to one. If you don't got to lie, Craig. You don't got to lie with eight to one. You yeah. you got the, you know, you have the advantage. What yeah. is the purpose? Either it's going to work or it's not. Yeah, absolutely. Simple. Life life does not have to be so complicated. Um, But, yeah, so shout out to XO Nicole. I love that yes. website. I pull everything from there. But those are some of the, those are eight questions that they feel like you should ask. I think we agree on them. Absolutely. Um, I don't think it's nothing wrong with the questions, but the STD and therapy, I think, should be added to that list. So it should Absolutely. be 10. <laughs> 10 questions. Like, I wish you could still, at one point, you could look people up on the Department of Health. Oh. You can't do that no more. They don't got it up there no more, honey. I think when they passed the little HIPAA law, they removed it, but Absolutely. it's definitely something that you should be able to um And you can't even allude up. to it either because that's why um, the blog um with Cardi B um got sued by putting out her health information. Oh yeah, because Sasha K was out of control. I used to like Sasha K, but once that money started coming in, she really changed. Mm-hmm. And that happens. But I wanna give before we um have to head out of here, I wanna want you to give three people I said three people, Jesus, <laughs> three reasons. <laughs> Why people should head on over to the metaverse? Because you are your currency. And in the metaverse, you have an opportunity to leverage um, by building your own community that's investing in you that can also see a return of investment. So it's creating a new uh, financial ecosystem that will definitely um, support and benefit the black dollar. Was that one or two? That was that could be all three. Well, let's do one, two, three. Yes. <laughs> one, one. Is because we all have products and services that's within us that we can actually leverage in the metaverse. Facts. Two is we all have a sense of community, whether it's within our backyard or digitally. If you have one or two followers, that's a community. So um, you could, again, leverage your community where your community who's investing in you can also see a return of investment. And three, you are powerful. It's time to see our powerful our power manifested through our organic influence that's been stripped from us for thousands and thousands of years. Now we have the opportunity to see our power being manifested and also see a return. And let's be very clear. So when we're talking about the metaverse, she is basically the metaverse of what I do. She shows you business solutions within that spectrum. She's not teaching you how to trade per se. No, she's not. um, She's not a trader. 
She's not an influencer telling you to give her $7 and she's going to turn it into $7,000. No. Um, she's exactly doing what I said, business solutions in the metaverse to show you how to move and shake in that atmosphere and showing you as an individual, as I do in person, how you are the currency and where to go to get what it, what it is that you need to get. Exactly. Tell them three ways to enter the metaverse as a business or as a just an everyday Joe on how they'll be able to um, expand, expound, and create generational wealth? Well, content creation, Mm -hmm. um, whether you have a podcast, you have music, um, you're funny, um, you could create content in that way by being a content creator. Another way is leveraging whatever business, current business model you have, whether it be real estate, whether it be hair braiding, whether it may be um, general contracting, any form of service could be um, rendered as a cryptocurrency. Um, and then last but not least, um, being your own bank. She was supposed <laughs> to say mental bites. Mental bites. <laughs> pardon. <laughs> mental bites through the investment. The LLC. <laughs> mental bites. Mental your bites. Your whole business. <laughs> mental bites. Mental is, bites is, is how the you third get up in way that in which you can also <laughs> get into the metaverse through education, but also through the investment of your education. You'll not only also receive a return through knowledge that can be applied in your day to day financial practices, but as a currency because my book is a NFT. Mm-hmm. So, um, just as many, you know, when when we um, hit a million copies, for those who invested in the ground front, we'll also reap the equity and royalty of, you know, selling as many copies of uh, Crypto Unlocked, Beginner's Guide to Investing in the Metaverse. And right now she's in the middle of revamping the website. However, you can contact her at Mental Bites on IG yes. in regards to how to pre-order the book. Yes, send me a DM and I will send you all of the instructions and even assist in uh, navigating you to create your own wallet so that your NFT can be placed in that wallet. Mm-hmm. And she is a consultant. So if you do want to be hired on how to move around in that meta, um, if you would like to hire her to move around into the metaverse, you can also hear her where at mental bites <laughs> m-e-n-t-a-l-b-y-t-e-s on instagram and again just shoot me a dm and i will um, consult with you from there for more instructions so that we could take that conversation onto another platform okie doke and when her promo is up you'll definitely see it on the stories um to go out and so we can get you connected to her to figure out how you're going to move around in there um, that's what we're working on. She got two more goals before she gets to me. Yes. And then we'll be working on it myself. We'll have to move <laughs> around in the metaverse. As usual, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Amani, for coming out today. Thank you for having me. Um, uh, please don't call this an imprisonment because you've been here for two hours. I don't want to go to jail like mystical. Yes. Um, no. Because ever. she was kind of healthy. I a little came hostage. here freely. <laughs> <laughs> freely. <laughs> But, yes, I want to thank you for coming out. Um, Great to be connected with you and be able to move in this facet and see you grow and and flourish into something amazing. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, Once this is up on the other social platforms, make sure you are sharing the information that Imani sent out today and make sure that you get in contact with her. As usual, I'd rather be misunderstood than basic. So I will (laughs) see you guys on tomorrow. Bye.